Corinthians chapter 6. If you want to follow along in the U version, um, you can. If you want to open up the uh, service scriptures inside of the uh, Direction Church app, you can do that as well. Um, I, I hope that you do um, and follow along with me today. I really have been feeling about uh, uh, two things the Lord's been laying on my heart, and I was going to go one direction, and Wednesday night um, the Lord changed my mind. Um, I've been thinking about holiness and favor, and I was going to really start a series about holiness and living right, but the Lord told me to just hold off on that and, and preach about favor, and so we're going to do about three weeks here on favor. Is that all right? You ever know somebody that um, just has things work out for them? I mean, it almost makes you sick being around them because it seems like everything works okay. And you kind of go, I hate you. <laughs> Let's just be honest. You ever be around somebody like that? I hate you. That's just not fair. People just like them. And you sit back and you watch them and you just go, You don't really know why people like them, because if you, they knew them like you did, they probably wouldn't like them. <laughs> Things just seem to work out. When they need help, they seem to get help at the right time. When they need money to come, up, come in, it just seems to show up right when they need it. Anybody know somebody like this? When they need a good parking spot at the mall. I say that all the time. Anytime we go park somewhere and I get a close parking spot and somebody's in the car with me, I just hold my arm out and I go, here, I got too much favor. See that right there? Just take it. Just take some. Just reach over and grab it right now. <laughs> Things just seem to work out for these kind of people. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 2 talks about this. He doesn't use the word favor, but it describes it perfectly. For God says, at just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Come on, somebody. You ought to be shouting at this point. <laughs> the, the, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. Now, who is the one saying that they helped? God is. Who decided what time was the time to help? Who decided that the time was now? Well, God did. God decides when it's time. Now, I just did 10 weeks talking about it's our faith that activates God's power. But here's the thing. It is God's favor that get, gave us access to that power to begin with. Favor that things are going to work out for you. Favor that people will like you, come on, and not know why. Favor that helps, that, that, that brings help your way. Favor that money comes in when you need it. Come on, favor for that good parking spot. Favor for the consideration of the job. Come on, favor for the consideration of the raise. Favor for the, for the, uh, uh, for the advancement in, in opportunity. Come on, favor. Psalms chapter 5, verse number 12 says, For you bless the righteous, O Lord. Somebody say, I'm righteous. That means you're blessed. You bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. 
Psalm 84, verse 11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Psalm chapter 90, verse number 17. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Favor is the greatest reward a person could ever receive from the Lord. Favor is better than money. Favor is better than fame. Favor is better than life. Money cannot buy you favor, but favor can definitely bring you money. Favor doesn't bring, uh, fame doesn't bring you favor, but favor can absolutely bring you respect from the right person and cause you to stand out from a group. David wrote in Psalms that, uh, that God's loving kindness is better than life. And favor is something that every believer should be experiencing every day. Favor is something that determines your income. All right? It deepens your important relationships and associates you with the right people. It can fill your life with joy, passion, and a sense of significance. It takes you deeper in worship and enhances your relationship with God. I'm talking about favor this morning. Favor can make your life work in ways that you can't make it work on your own. Favor. Psalm chapter 84, verse 11. Look at it again. What is it? What is favor? For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Now, this word favor, what is it? It's the same word as grace. It's the same word as charmed. It's the same word as elegant. And it is the same word as acceptance. Favor is God offering you his power to live a life that just seems to work out. Somebody ought to be shouting about that. It's like, it's like God's cologne. You ever, you ever been around somebody that's got good smelling cologne on, and you just go, and you just look, and you, my God, you smell amazing. Now, some, sometimes they put on the most obnoxious stuff in the world, and, and it gives you that. I'm going to walk the other direction right now. You know, I, I remember uh, somebody, and, and I don't want to say who it is, but somebody I know, an older person, um, always wore Old Spice, always. And I don't mean, the, you know, the, 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 their new attempt at trying to be hip. I'm talking about the old white bottles. You remember the, you know, the Old Spice, the real Old Spice. You could smell them coming down the hallway. It, it, it literally was like a force field around them. I'm not talking about that kind of cologne, though. I'm talking about the good stuff. The stuff that makes you kind of go, wow, what is that? Why does that smell so good? When I was in 12th grade, 
uh, and I know that's a long time ago. It's going to be 30 years in a couple of years. Um, when I was in 12th grade, and um, now I want to say this before I get started. I love my wife. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about a girl for a second from high school, so everybody just calm down. All right. I have, I have, I don't, she wore this stuff. This girl wore this stuff. And I mean, it affected every boy in the classroom. You know, in 12th grade, you know, things are starting to, you know, you're, you're really starting to get, you know, by then you're, 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 you're revved up already, all right? So <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. This girl wore this perfume, and she was the only one in the school that wore it. And literally, when she walked down, I mean, she was pretty. I mean, but she wasn't like, you know, like punch you in the face pretty. She was, she was an attractive woman, a girl, all right? But when she wore that, literally everybody, every guy in the hallway be walking down the hall and would st- be like, Kelly's around. Yep, I know, I know. And sure enough, here she would come walking, and every guy would just stand there and watch her walk down the hallway because she smelled so good. This is what favor does for us. People don't even know why. Why? I mean, he's not really that, you know, smart. Come on, they're, they're not really that good at their job. I mean, they're okay. They're, they're not bad. They're not, they're not a slouch. They're not, you know, a slacker. They're not, they're not lazy. But, you know, they're not par excellence. But see, when favor is rubbed upon you, it causes you to be accepted and attractive to other people. It's the same word as charmed. It's the same word as elegant. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says this, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose. If you're taking notes, you could write this down. If you're on the version, it's in there. Favor is an indication of both the goodwill of God toward us and the good work of God in us. If you're not experiencing favor, then that means you're not allowing the goodwill of God to work towards you, and you're not allowing the good work of God in you. Let's talk about that statement right there. Favor is God's goodwill toward you. What is that? That can be boiled down to one word, help. Favor is God's help. Aren't you glad? (laughs) Psalm 121, verse number one. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Do you ever know somebody that, you know, and, and, and you like them so much and they go to start a project and you want to do everything you can to help them? Now, obviously, we have a bunch of people that you don't, you know, but we have everybody has people in their lives that, you know, you hear they're starting something, and, and we kind of go, oh, yeah, great. And in the back of our minds, we're all going, I hope that blows up in your face. <laughs> Tell the truth. You're like, who do you think you are, you smug thing, you? Now, I'm, I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people that you genuinely like, and you hear they're starting something, and they're getting ready to do something, and you want to do everything you can do to help them, whether it's encouragement or whether it's actually pulling up everything and going and helping them. You know, there for a while, we thought about starting the Direction Church Moving Company because we were helping somebody move just about every week. I'm not kidding you. I bet you we moved 12, 12 families in about 12 weeks. 
And, it, and we were lumped in there. We were one of them. And every time somebody was moving, it was like, well, where are we meeting at this week? <laughs> you ever, how about you parents? You ever see your kids when they were small? They were just a little bit too short to climb up on the couch? You know what I'm talking about? And they couldn't get that one foot up there. And they're trying, they're leaning. And you just, you don't want, you, don't, you know that this isn't going to get it done because they're going to get mad at you. No, I want to do it myself. But yet they're still, you know what I mean? But you just love them too much to just leave them down there. You know what I'm talking about? And so you kind of put that one little hand up there and you just, just give them a little, little shove, a little, little help. Yeah. Yeah. Why you do that? Because you love them so much, you have so much positive feelings towards them, you want to see them succeed. This is what we're talking about. God loves you. Come on, somebody. He wants to see you succeed so much. He doesn't want you to have to struggle and, come on, somebody, barely get by and roll around in the floor and grovel and complain. God wants to see you be more than you were born to be. God wants to see you be all you are in him. And so that's why he gives you favor. He puts his hand down there and shoves you on up on the couch. Come on, somebody. He shoves you right on up the ladder. That's what favor is. Help is something that exists here. We're not going to need help in heaven. Come on now. We're not going to need help when we die. Help is something that exists here. There's a lot of things that you can't fully do on your own. A lot of things you can't get, get accomplished. That doesn't mean it's not real. That doesn't mean God didn't call you. Doesn't mean God doesn't have a purpose for you in that. We need help every day. Come on, anybody ever hear this? Honey, I need you to come. Come on, help me carry in the groceries. And you go out there and you look and you go, holy moly. Now, men, we try and do 12 bags on each arm, right? Just keep slinging them on there, and we all carry 45 bags in like this, right? It was like, I miss the old paper bag days, don't you? When you could get everything in two paper bags. Now they put you know, one milk in one plastic bag. It's like you could put at least three more in there. What are you doing? Well, then it's too heavy. They need help. You need help figuring out problems, helping somebody move, helping to hand out school supplies. Come on, we had it the other day. Help is needed at, now get this, help is needed at the end of your ability. You don't need help if you can do it yourself. If, if Jody comes to me, now listen to me, I'm a gentleman, I'll go do it. But if Jody comes to me and she says, uh, I've, I've had a gallon of milk sitting out in the, in the car for three days because uh, you weren't here, you were in Peru. I'm going to need you to help me carry that in. No, you just didn't carry it in. Come on, she had the ability. Come on, somebody, you understand what I'm saying? She had the ability to carry that in there on, its, on her own. She don't need no favor. She don't need no help. Now, I'm a gentleman. I would go and get the gallon of milk out of, out, of, out of the car anyway. If she came home and said, you know what, will you go out and get the gallon of milk out of the car? I'd go do it. She don't need help doing that. I'd do it because I love her. But now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Favor is not to do everything that you don't feel like doing. 
Favor is, come on, to help you do something you can't do on your own. Somebody needs that. I can, I can expect God's favor to bless my efforts. All right? Help is needed at the end of your ability. But now here's the thing. Favor secures that help. When you get to the end of where your ability is just starting to, that's it, I'm tapping out here, I don't have much, I don't have anything else to go, that's when the favor kicks in, all right? Favor covers where your ability is short. Where have you tapped your ability, okay? Where your ability ends, God's favor is waiting to be applied so that he can help you. But now here's the thing, it's not just help here. God's favor takes it a step further. Not only is he working for things to work out for us here by his help, but he's also working in you. Why is he working in me so hard? So that your ability can grow, and when, you're, when, when his help is applied to your increased ability, you then go further than you were able to before. Now listen to me. If, if, if my kids now need help getting on the, on the couch, they're just straight lazy or something's wrong with them. I'm serious. There's something wrong with them. If my, if my six-year-old my ten-year-old can't climb up on a couch that hits them right here, there's something wrong with them or they're just uber lazy. So what's been happening in the years? Well, they've been growing and they've been learning. See what's happening? Some work was going on inside so that now if they need dad's help, it's usually to get on a, a whole lot higher, come on, than up on a couch. You know, they're going to need help getting up into their closet. Or they're going to need help climbing up on a ladder to get up on a shelf or, or, or something like that. My kids are going to need help doing something like that. They're going to need help carrying something that's too heavy for them. That's what I'm talking about. And see, God's favor not only helps you in the things you can't do now, but God's favor also works in you so that your ability, come on somebody, increases so you can do more. And when he does come and help you then, you've gone way further. You know, I mean, I've climbed up into this ceiling I don't know how many times. I can't wait till it's gone. I'm ripping the ceiling out, just so you all know. One day, it, you're going to come in one Sunday, and it's all going to be gone. Because I hate it. I hate our ceiling. I hate it. I love our building, and I'm so thankful to God, but I hate this ceiling. I hate it. I've climbed up in there so many. I've, come, I've been in here working and be standing on the top rung of the ladder, which you're not supposed to do. And I see people come in here, and they're like, Pastor! Pastor, I'm like, I'm up in the ceiling, and they see me, and they go, oh, my God, you're standing on the top. Oh, oh, God, oh, God. Like, I've been up here for 30 minutes. I'm, I'm okay. I remember the first time I climbed a ladder, and I white-knuckled every single rung all the way up. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? I was scared to death. And my dad was coaching me the whole time. Son, you're, you're just going to just, just to the t eight feet. That's all you're going. Um, I've learned a lot since then. Now it doesn't bother me. To, you know, I remember one time I was, I was working in a gymnasium at back home in Kentucky. Uh, we had a, our church had a gym, 
still does. And uh, we were changing light bulbs out. And we were on a scaffold, you know, the kind with wheels on the bottom of it. And, and, we, and we would sit down on it, and the person, somebody down the floor would wheel us to the next one, and then we'd get back up. And Well, we got over to the middle of the, of the room, and it had a pitched roof like this. And in the middle, <laughs> you're standing on the, on, the, on the scaffold. Suddenly, you're not tall enough to reach it. So you had to put a ladder on top of that. That'll make you pray in tongues. If you don't pray in tongues, you don't know what that means, just get on a ladder with a scaffold underneath of you. You'll pray in tongues instantly. It'd be instant. Without challenge. You'll just be like, da 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 hold on my masha. I mean, it just, it'll just come out, and you'll just be like, wow, I didn't even know that was there. I'm Pentecostal and didn't even know it. Anyway, so, so I'm pushing my, my uncle around, who's an electrician, and I, and 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 uh, or, um, and and I actually no, his son was pushing us around. Me and him were up there, and so we got and we just weren't quite close enough. Like like it was right there, and he's on that on that ladder, and he just can't reach it. And I go, hey, we're gonna have to be moved. He goes, nope, hold on a second, and he slides over and puts his foot against this side of it and hangs off. He goes, hang on to this ladder and hangs off, hanging onto it like this, and he just reaches up there and disconnects the thing. And I'm watching him, and I'm going, are you crazy? He goes, yeah, I do this all the time. <laughs> what? What happened? His ability changed. His ability grew. Now, let me tell you where this guy started at. This guy started as a three-year-old <laughs> being on the roof with my grandfather roofing houses. That's what my family, I came from a constru- con- contractor background. Now, part of the family's preachers and part of the family's building contractors. So when my grandfather, who was a building contractor, we had to babysit the kids, well, he'd just take them to work. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's on the roof with my uncle, or, or yeah, with my uncle, and uh, he's three years old. <laughs> she could just slide right off. Nope, my grandfather took a nail and just put it right in his coat and just tunk, 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 nailed him right to the... To the <laughs> Now, you think I'm making that up. That's a true story. That's a true story. Now, that would be considered child abuse and all kinds of stuff today. We're not talking about today. We're talking about the 60s when everybody was free love and on drugs. Nobody cared. Zipped his coat all the way up. Took the, the, the. Now, my grandfather didn't do drugs or anything, but nobody cared. Just boom, boom, boom. Put him right in place. He hung out there all day, literally. <laughs> Laying on the sleigh on that roof. He's used to being on a roof. He's used to being up high. Been there since he was a kid. Now listen to me. You think this is all hilarious. It is hilarious. But here's what I'm trying to tell you. All of those experiences with any kind of help at all increase your ability of who you are right now. And see, God's goodwill isn't just working on the outside. And a lot of us are always looking on the outside because this is where the help is needed. But see, we need to be looking for God's favor. Come on, somebody, please catch this. On the inside of us. Because on the inside is where the change is happening, where my ability is increasing. And I'm going further. And now when I need his help, on my own I've already achieved more than I ever did on my own. Now think about what God's favor does when you're doing more. Think about where that takes you. This is where 
the million-dollar ideas come from. Come on, this is where the, the big-time raises and the big-time promotions come from. All right? If you don't grow and understand God more than you did as a teenager, either your ability has been tapped out or God is keeping himself from you understanding him. Well, here's the thing. God doesn't do that. God wants you to get closer to him every day. And favor keeps that door open. You can't understand God more without God's favor. You can't obtain the fruit of the Spirit without God's favor. You can't live a full Christian life without God's favor. Favor is God working for your benefit in you. If faith is what we obtain the promises of God with, favor is the faucet where the blessings are pouring out from. You have to believe that God is pouring out those blessings all the time. When we talk about favor, here's the thing. It's always available. Amen. Always. If, there was a, if you could just imagine a big faucet turned on, a big spout, and water was pouring out all the time. If you don't get no water, it's not because it's not being poured out. It's because you're not going over and getting it. See, favor is available to everybody. It's being poured out right now. And if we don't go and get it, it's because we are not using our faith to go over and get it. That's why the favor of God works on the inside of you. It'll start teaching you how to do that. God loves you and has done everything possible for you to have things work out for you. Favor is the expression of his healing, his protection, his love, his joy, his peace, his prosperity, his preference. That's what favor is. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, and we'll wrap this up. Verse number 8. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, and you should be shouting at this point, Amen. He is able to make grace abound to you. That word grace, there's favor. God is able to make all favor abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. Now, the last time I checked, this isn't, this isn't written to just one group of people. This is not just written to preachers. Come on, this isn't just written to super saints that seem to have it all together already, carry the biggest Bible in church, and say hallelujah the best. Come on, this is not just written to them. This is written to the body of Christ, those who believe in Jesus and have Jesus as their Lord. If that's you, this applies to you. If you have Jesus living in your heart, come on, that applies to you. Well, it ain't happened so far. That's why I'm trying to tell you, get your faith in it and get under the spout. Come on, somebody, and believe that this is true. As it is written, he has distributed freely. He has given to the poor, and his righteousness endures forever. The only reason good things are able to happen at all in this world is because God's favor is being expressed all the time. If God's favor wasn't being expressed, we'd never hear anything good happening to anybody at any time, at any place, any time. If he didn't have favor for the whole world, then we would never hear of anything good happening in anyone's life. Why? Because God's no respecter of persons. John 3.16 is the expression of God's favor. 
How did he express his favor? He loved the whole world so much that he gave his only begotten son. This is why sometimes even unsaved people can experience favor because it's always being poured out and they accidentally run into it. But if you want a lifestyle of experiencing favor, it can only be obtained by faith. And over the next two weeks, we're going to really talk about favor. Now you know what it is. We're going to talk about really how to get it. God wants to bless you. Heads bowed, eyes closed. He's not wanting to